Good morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul, Angeline, and today we're talking about why would you play more than one character? Right. Why would you want to play more than one character? In the old days, I admit that most of us, when we played, when I played, there was a large group because there wasn't that many uh, games. We instead of breaking up into small groups, we just played one large group, and we're talking about the between six and eight people, and that was the norm, right? Uh, for us and even at other times when uh, we actually got had like even more people I think up to 10 players so we were used to playing a lot of characters uh, with a lot of other people and every once in a while somebody couldn't make it you know Stan couldn't make the game so either one or two things happened either we ignore Stan's character being there or somebody would play Stan's character so that was one way or one reason why people would play more than one character but they really treated them like a npc right they treated them like oh oh yeah stan gets to attack on this turn and those kind of things and uh, nobody was really totally responsible for stan's character i mean somebody would be for that day but it wasn't like somebody designated and and uh was really careful about what they did with with that character how that character acted and definitely there wasn't any RP. There was, he was just, uh, oh, yeah, he's going to attack here. Oh, he's going to pay this money here and stuff like that. Another reason probably people in the old days, people played multiple characters is because there wasn't, you didn't have enough people to play, right? Uh, one of my friends, he would play with his brother. And when, you know, because they wanted to play more than they could come over our house. And he would play with his brother and his brother would run like three or four characters. Now he would have. I'm guessing he had one central character that was his, and the other rest were like like hirelings or NPCs. But we're talking playing. We're talking about playing two characters, uh, full fledged characters in the game. Uh, I think uh, another reason could be because the the modules at the time when most people made modules uh, or bought modules in, in Advanced Dungeons Dragons, it was because the monsters, the modules were really tough and they were deadly. Right? If uh, if you go into a dungeon by yourself or with one character, most likely you wouldn't live. So you would have to have multiple characters. And some people probably, I'm guessing, treated the characters like full-fledged characters and not just like hirelings. Because we did have hirelings at one point in our games. They would fight every once in a while if we actually absolutely needed them to fight. But for the most part, they would carry stuff and set up our, our camp and stuff like that. So that really wasn't two characters. That was just hirelings. Right. But I think the closest we got to running two characters was when one of us couldn't make it, right? When one of us couldn't make the session. And I remember uh, my my friends playing my my brother's character. I forgot his his name, but uh, he was he. You would, forgot your friend's name or your brother's character's my name? My brother's character's name. He they would normally you know, run the game with him, without him, and they would just run his character, and. Uh, they would try to make decisions based on wh- how they felt that my br- my brother would run that character. But for the most part, uh, again, he, they weren't full-fledged trying to role-play that character. It's kind of hard to role-play two characters at once. I'm guessing it is. I guess it, I, I agree. I, I think uh, it's quite a, quite a feat to do. Uh, it's, it's quite challenging, I should say. One uh, recent game that, that does make you role or role-play or... Or have multiple characters is Dungeon Crawl Classics, where when you, before you enter play, 
you have four to six characters, zero level characters, and you put them through what they call the funnel. And it's exactly that, you know, the, the funnel, only certain amount, only certain characters make it out of the funnel. And that character that comes out of the funnel is your ta-da, first level character. But that's not really multiple characters. I mean, this guy, like, you don't get too attached to any of those characters because... It's like creating a character in Traveler where <laughs> you could die at any moment. You didn't like that part of the game. Which is funny because I don't remember, I don't remember, did it, Did you, oh, you did, you died and you were supposed to die, but basically you were kicked out of the, didn't uh, Philip change the rules so that if you died in the game, basically you. I were, wish I would have died, then I could have made a different character. <laughs> Your character wasn't even that bad. My character was terrible. He had spent like, I don't know. I don't know how much time in the service and he had like five skills. This was like terrible. I think I got two skills. Okay. Well, yeah, but you were in and out of the of the service. So why would you want to play more than one character? I wouldn't myself. I'd be, it seems like <laughs> way too much work. I think you're right. I just, some people say that if you play two characters, you get to, you get more experience playing the different races, classes, feats, powers ah uh, that's true i guess if you played a wizard and then you played a fighter in the same game then you would have that experience of both especially if you haven't played too many games or you just want to explore playing a different character that you normally play with some people say that if you play two characters you get to play twice as much <laughs> okay i guess people who really like the spotlight yes that could be important to them I'm not sure about that one. No? No. So uh, something came to mind. I think Jolene mentioned it. It was is playing two different characters in the same game, but different levels of play. For example, Pendragon. If you're playing Pendragon, uh, you're usually playing a knight. Uh, and knights always have squires, right? So or a lady-in-waiting or something like or that. Or lady-in-waiting. Most of the time, you just play the knight. The squires are NPCs. But it would be interesting to role play both right to role play the the high level game which is the knights and the and the circles that the knights are in and then you have the the squires who have to worry about tending the horses and keeping the, the equipment in, ready in, in ready and in good condition but at the same time there they are also having experiences that that might be interesting to role play what i said was oh. that if because I, I know that people do this. They have two characters for that game a lot of times so that they can be in different... When they're in different situations, they're not just sitting there doing nothing. Oh, Whereas, that makes sense. Yeah. But what I said was that if you were role-playing the knight and a squire, that you should be role-playing somebody else's squire. That's what you did. Yeah, you did say that. That was... And that's a great idea. I One, because if you play your own squire... It's going to sound like you. Yeah, and then if you play another person's squire, I think it's a, enough difference that you will role play it differently. And since Pendragon has a lot of, of court intrigue or palace intrigue, it makes it interesting to have two different two different views, you know, the knight view versus the the squire view. Or you could even play a lady in waiting or something like that. Different different views to give you So wherever whatever you're doing it has it's it's enough different that you're not just playing the knight and the squire the same way all the <laughs> yes, time. Yes, exactly. No, I, I like that idea. I could definitely see playing something along those lines. And it doesn't have to be Pendragon. 
And it doesn't have to be knights and squires. Well, I heard the the other one was Morgan was saying that there was, I think it was Morgan or some, I read it somewhere, I don't know, that somebody in playing Call of Cthulhu had people who played the, there was a scenario where there were the rich people, right, that were like doing on their adventure and then there were their servants. So oh, yeah. they played different so they could, if they weren't able to do something, then the other people were able to do it. So uh, it was a interesting. That is interesting. So I, I wrote down lords and ladies versus their servants. So yeah, just along those lines, that's what you're talking about. It just it, depends on the kind of game it is. Right. I think that's a good idea. And I think that's interesting to interesting thing to explore. And because those two groups of people don't really mix that much, right? Like, uh, like, what was it? What was I going to say? Uh, Downton Abbey, right? There was literally two stories going on all the time. There was the, the lords and the ladies of the manor and stuff. And their problems and what they were into. And then there was the servants and their problems and their experiences, which were more or less different, but at the same time, no less intriguing, right? The, the, the lords and ladies' uh, trials and tribulations weren't more important or more weren't more exciting than the servants they were just different and because of the circumstances that's pretty cool that's pretty neat i really like that idea and i think that would be an excellent reason to have multiple characters uh playing multiple characters by one player that's pretty cool well i never really thought about playing multiple characters because we have plenty of players in our games yeah but um some people have multiple characters in their D D games and they have rules specific rules like you're not allowed to have both characters in the same scene or at the same, or you can't play both. Only one is allowed to be played at, <laughs> you at can't the play table both at, at the one same time. time. Yeah. So you can have a conversation with yourself. Yeah, you can't have a conversation <laughs> with yourself. And if you do have to have a conversation with yourself, then somebody else has to play one of your characters. Uh, well, that's what like one of the the horror stories I've heard. Right, is what you know, the, the GM is role playing uh, an NPC, two NPCs having a conversation with each other. I don't know if I've ever done that. I've come close. I don't think you've ever done that. No, okay. I, I, I just thought maybe in my past I've done that, but I can't remember if I did, but I just remember being conscious of the fact that, that I didn't want to have that, and it's not the the Saul hour or whatever you want to call it. You know? Yeah, I don't think anyone should have a conversation with themselves <laughs> at the table. <laughs> I've heard that, that. I've heard horror stories you know, of people writing into different podcasts where they what people write in and they talk about their horror stories. And the one, one was like, the, they had like a conversation for a half an hour. I mean, not they, the, the GM by himself, because he was playing two different people. But no, that we don't want that, that kind of role play. <laughs> the GM, the GM has all the characters that he can role play. So he doesn't have to totally, uh, have that situation happen. Would not be good. I think that you have to have the, if you were going to do that, you, you would need the characters to be different enough that, you weren't playing Confusing the exact the same per yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it thing one and thing two? <laughs> no. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you definitely want to have a character. The character is so different that you almost couldn't play them the same, right? Maybe like if you play a ranger, uh, elf ranger, and a he and a dwarf cleric. So those just instantly those two character types are different they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't act the same way thinking um, that's what I'm thinking so if you can do something like that 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 would help you keep your characters straight as a player if you have such different types of characters that you are playing 
And for whatever reason, you're playing playing two characters. Like you said, it might be just to explore different aspects of of uh, the game from a combat heavy specialist to a, a healer type thing, which would be interesting, I guess, you know, if you want to experience as much as you can in a short time period. Or you know, a lot of people believe that they have to have a balanced party, at least in Dungeons and Dragons, and nobody wants to play the cleric. So I'm like, well, I really don't want to play a cleric, but I'll play a cleric if I'm allowed to play the, my what I really want to play, which is an elven ranger. So that might happen. I didn't know you wanted to play an Elven Ranger. No, I don't. I'm just saying that a player might feel that way, but feels like, well, if the player go that a player goes, well, we really need a cleric or we need a healer, and you don't have a bard, you don't have a druid, and your GM doesn't want to give you a 101 ma- uh, healing potions, then uh, then somebody might say, well, I really think I should have somebody should play a healer. And nobody wants to play one, so I'll do it, but. I want to, I want to have an Elven Ranger. That's really what I want to really want to play. But then, then, is he really a player character, or is he just a hireling or a, a NPC? That you should just have a hireling if you want that. That's true. Well, the problem is hirelings sometimes don't heal you when they want you to. When that's you want to. only on <laughs> video games. <laughs> I will talk. I I threw that in because our son, uh, he plays with him and his other friend. There's only two of them, and they don't play with a massive group, and they always need a. A healer right so they hire hirelings cleric hirelings to heal them the ai controlling the the npc doesn't always do what they want him to do like he'll heal himself or, or as as augustine's dying as as, as my, my my son's character is dying which probably is uh what makes him angry and then he laughs when the other guy's uh hireling heals himself or heals his hireling instead of healing the player characters oh. Which I think was because that's bad programming, but but uh, I say just find somebody who likes to play the cleric. That's what you should do. So playing multiple character characters, I think it's uh, there's some things you should keep in mind, right? Each character should have their own person personality. That's a must. And I think if you're gonna try to attempt this, you have to give it that college try of making those characters different try not to talk in the same manner try to talk with an accent to give them each a different personality it doesn't have to be an accent you can just talk differently yeah but accent i guess you're right but accents would help or just a different manner of speaking just just to keep everybody straight if players are around the table well in this case around the virtual table and you talk a certain way or talk the same way they may not know who's talking, right? Oh, hold on. Is that uh, Finian talking, uh, the the bard, or is that uh, or is that uh, Jester, the the cleric? Oh no, that's Finian, the bard. Oh, okay. What? Well, how can I tell? You know, unless you like, oh, you raise your right hand for Phineas and your left. No, it sh- you should be able to try to give that those characters enough difference in personality that when you talk in a certain way and you're speaking to the rest of your group, uh, your party. That they know who they're talking to. Some people may not be paying attention, so you, they may not really realize. Oh, I thought the other guy was talking. Oh no, I don't care. But at least try. Let's give them a personality. I think a good way of doing it is kind of play it over the top because then people really under. Then it's obvious. Well, I have a couple ideas on that. Okay. Instead of making them full fledged characters, make them like a. No, more of a, a companion Ooh. like you know this is the person that you're with and then they're not 
only if you fall down are they do they actually come out and do stuff or they just do companion stuff right oh okay so they're not full-fledged characters or or in a sense they're not i mean there may be characters but they're not you don't role play them all the time right okay or you can make them make them so they're they're pool characters so everybody in the party can pick them up and play them when they need to you know what i find is people are jealous if they really like a character, they don't want other people touching their character. Um, well, I'm just saying, if you're going to have <laughs> multiple characters at the table, you should come up with That's rules that are going to make it easier to... So is that kind of like a pool of NPCs, kind of? or I mean, they're not NPCs, but they're full-fledged characters. But like you say, if somebody goes down and gets really hurt, you can run with that character. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can have that character come in and pull that person out of the out of the fray so uh, they, and so give them a healing potion. Or heal them. <laughs> Get curb stomped by the monster and killed instantly. That's a good idea. I don't know. I think you would want to make sure that uh, you would have to have rules, right? Because you can't have someone just... You, you You would have to have some kind of hat or something that you put on when you played a different character. So <laughs> I would know who you were or why. I don't know. I, yeah, I I think you're right. I think the problem is online now. Some you know, I guess you could... I don't know what you could do... Uh, online you know it, when you're around the table you could uh, i don't know put on a hat or raise your right hand and that means that you're talking to in trying to talk in a certain with a certain character in mind but i think it's like i said i think the easiest thing is to probably try to develop some way of speaking that is di- that is discernibly different from the other character i also think that if you have multiple characters you shouldn't send one out as cannon fodder I'm just saying, because someone might get upset, right? The canary <laughs> is going to go out there and stand in front of the dragon and try to reason with him. Well, after I liked Bob. Of, after you shot a couple of arrows at the dragon, yeah. yeah. Okay, see if he see if he's really bad. Oh, Bob is toast. Okay, yeah, he was. Really I don't bad. know. I don't. I I think that there's more cons than than pros for playing two characters. I I see. There's some games like um um what's that game? The Dark apocalypse world that you can play two characters and it gives you uh experience somehow i don't know i just read that on one of the boards oh. and i don't oh, know I don't what know that, that means game. interesting how, how would you how would you dispense experience really because if you play multiple characters and let's say not everybody's playing a multiple character you let's say dungeons and dragons more or less experience usually there's a big bag of experience that everybody goes into the kitty and then it's distributed to the to the characters. So will, will that character get a full-fledged share of the experience? Oh, see, I think D&D players, mini-maxers, wouldn't like that. <laughs> no, they won't, exactly. <laughs> but I think that would be good if you want the character to keep up with the group. Oh, definitely. So you would have to do that. I would. And slow, if not, the, that character will slowly become less and less uh, Where experience, le- is, experience is dealt out differently than D and D, I think it would be a lot easier to do. Certain games, uh, let's say like the One Ring, every time you you do a successful action, you get a click, a little check mark. So that would that's depend on each person's actions and successes. Yeah. And then like in in uh, we didn't discuss it in the liminal game, but if you roll a double zero double ones, you get a check mark on the box that for experience for experience. Because you, you failed horribly. So not everybody's going to get that check mark. So the characters might advance at different rates in those kind of games. Um, I guess that if you're playing with like just two other players, like you're the GM yeah. and you have two players and right. 
you might need extra people, especially if you're playing D and D, because because unless or, you're gonna or a combat do, heavy game, or you're gonna have to do something that's not combat heavy, because one of you is gonna go down. I think an easy we talked about it before. Easy games that would have where it would be necessary to have not necessary where it would be easy to have less number of players would be like an investigative game where you. But could even just, then, if you're investigators, if you need. If you really you should have backup. three players <laughs> and you only have two players, they don't have all the skills to oh, figure out all the traps or, or clues or whatever, right? That's true. Then they're just going to be banging their head going, I don't understand. So you might need to bring in an NPC or... Oh, oh, NPC. Well, yeah, you're right. Or like they could play two characters each. Right. So that would be... So yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have a hard enough time just playing one character during a, a, a session. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to play two. I do like the idea of pool characters, though. And since we played more Call of Cthulhu, I understand having backup characters <laughs> so that, you know, when you die, someone well, else is there, right? Okay, what do you mean by pool characters? Pool characters, where everybody could pick up the character and play it. Oh, oh, a pool of characters, yes. But is that like everybody does that? Or is it you have your main character and then if your character goes down, there's a pool of characters you can draw from. That's what you mean, right? I meant like when we were talking about playing two characters where the second character wouldn't be actually your okay. character. It would be part of a, if you wanted to, if you needed the cleric, then I somebody see. would pick up the cleric yeah, and play gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Or if you needed... I don't know, uh, a certain set of skills that not every other character has, you would pull that. There's a pool of characters, literally. Interesting. I, I call it Cthulhu, though. I think the problem is is that characters you die, die easily. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you're over that hurdle of character dying and you come into the game not being too attached to the character, but I don't know, how hard is it to make a character in, in Call of Cthulhu? We've made characters in Call of Cthulhu, didn't we? Yeah, but usually the the it GM has easy. other characters in the game that well, you can yeah. pick up and play. Yeah, but but we made it, it didn't seem that easy to me. No, I thought we made characters. We did. Okay, I don't remember it being that difficult, but but you're right. Do you really want to? Are you gonna have to stop in the middle of the game to make a new yeah, character? Yeah, well, I think you would make a a character in advance, right? But then, how would you introduce that character in the game? I think what happened in, in Morgan's game is when we were playing and. I don't know if anybody died. Or... You died, and you picked up the sheriff's character. Oh, oh, that's right, the western one, right? Yeah. So I just picked up the sheriff character. He was already shot, though, so you were playing for that. I was already, I was, <laughs> I was already wounded. I was gonna <laughs> die anyway. I think the sheriff was already gonna die, just a matter of time. That was a lucky shot, though, that he shot me in the head. Uh huh. That was BS. I have to admit, I didn't like that game, Morgan. Actually, I did. It was a what? Four hours to Yuma. Reno. Reno. I was thinking. What was I thinking about? I was thinking, what's the difference between hirelings and role playing, like role playing uh, uh, secondary characters? I'm not sure there would be too much difference other than the GM saying, "Well, you're going to role play your hireling because I don't want to do it," reducing the strain on the on the on the GM. Uh, I've heard about GMs, and I think we talked about it before. Who have when we were talking about NPCs who have like rules at the table like if uh if if you need a uh, npc that you get extra points or you get you get extra whatever if you take up that npc and play it for the gm so that and create it oh. or you brought the gm you brought these npcs to the table so that 
when the GM needs an NPC, you can you can take up that part and play it play it with the GM. So you're rewarding the the player for and creating these these yeah these. and role playing them. Yeah, that would definitely motivate players to take up that idea of role playing hirelings and stuff. Oh, no, so there I, wouldn't be these cut a cookie cutter cutouts of people. Right. Yeah, I think I like I like that too. I think, uh, yeah, I think anything that would lessen the burden of the, of the GM would be pretty cool. But then again, you would have to, the GM would really have to trust you playing a hireling correctly or in a way that, now is a hireling really going to like, like let's say you're next to a dragon and he just beats you down. Is he really going to like go next to the mall of the dragon and drag out your body? I don't know. <laughs> a hireling would do that. You know what I'm saying? Depending the, on how much you were the paying char- them. Well, let's say the character. Let's say the character. You're you're invested in the that hireling, then maybe. No, but let's say your 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 character is the one that went down, and so yeah, yeah, my hireling will do that, no problem. <laughs> but the other, but your GM's going well, and the other, and the other players are going well. Would he would he really? How much do you pay him? I think you pay him below uh, rate. Well, that's why you, instead of having a hireling, you have a companion. Uh, so you care a little bit more about him. Yeah. So it's a closer relationship between the player, the character, and although the I think it's a good idea if you have a companion that someone else at the table has to play it. That, see, that, I, I really like that idea. I really like kind of like the knight and squire, like you play other people's squire. You have a companion, but other people at the table play that companion. So you don't really have two characters that are have the same motivation, the same goal, kind of. Right. You created the companion, but somebody else gets to role play it. Right. That's I really like that idea, and I think that would w- do well in a really small game with small players. Where you, for <laughs> okay, where, in a in a in a in a game with not a with, with few a, players, with not small low, players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't we don't discriminate in size. <laughs> what I was gonna say, yeah, player count is what I'm talking yes. about. Yes, not uh, their stature. Yes, yes, because we used to play with a lot of small stature <laughs> players, our children, but uh, our child, but he's not so small anymore. No You're right. I think. This is an interesting topic. I think we we kind of went away from the character multiple multi- multiple characters. But I I think there's different reasons why people would want to play multiple characters in an RPG. Yes. And there's different motivations. Like there's there's the you know the Augustine motivation is to keep my character alive because because <laughs> I get hit a lot and I need a cleric and he's just gonna heal me and not worry about himself. That he will sacrifice himself. That to only me. that only works if the cleric will do that for you. And as he's found NPC clerics on video games, don't do that for you. Yeah, they're not gonna heal you as not, they're dying and not worry about themselves. <laughs> right? I'm gonna spend this last heal on you. No, I'm gonna heal myself, and hopefully, I get. I'll to pick you. up your stone and carry it back to the portal. <laughs> <laughs> the resurrection portal. So you've been paying attention to that game, I guess. Uh, they play it. Him and Alan play it all the time, and they. I have to listen to them. So yeah, that's funny. Uh, let me see. <laughs> the only thing is, if you have a large group, I would say don't let oh, people definitely. play multiple players because it would just take forever. Yes. Can you imagine a combat where everybody had two players? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, if you have a you have a table, I would say... If you have a table of four, four or more, higher. You, yeah. you're not going to no. want extra. No. Unless, unless it's the... Unless it's the... The knights. The knights and squires or uh, servants and... The servants and, and lords. Yeah, yeah, or that way, or you have an upper class, lower class kind of thing going right. on. So you have multiple things, but you, you would... Could, you, could, you would have multiple storylines, right? Yes. Yes. I like that idea. 
I like I like that. I think it'd be hard to run as a GM, in the sense that you know keeping the storyline straight. And no, then, you did just do scenes. You cut from one scene to the other scene, right? Well, that's true. Yeah, you're right. What happens when when they mix though? So every once in a while the servants and the but they don't mix that much. You're right. They're just like, oh, hey, saddle my horse. Okay, so yes, sir. Ah, uh, unsaddle my horse. Oh, yes, sir. Get my armor. Okay, and then the servants are exactly the same way. You, you know, you might have to deliver coffee or crumpets to the people upstairs, but but you might send your servant to find out information from other servants. Ah, yes, or send them on errands in the city or yes. town to discover things. Yes. Or eavesdrop on other squires to see what they say about stuff. So have we played this this multiple player thing to the end? <laughs> uh, I was only going to say that if you're going to play multiple characters, like I said before, they should have their own personality. Each character should have a driving force that motivates their actions, right? And that's everybody. And that includes the other MPs, the other character. The second character, whatever you want to play. See, he's already getting confused and he's not yes, even, playing, not two even characters. playing two characters. I think unless you really are in a bind as far as you need more characters in the game to run the game, I would personally, I would just make the game simpler or less deadly or whatever it is. So two people could play without having to depend on a non-player character or a secondary character each one carrying the secondary character uh people are out there don't want to do that they want to run the game uh the, the adventure as written or their own adventure is geared for that number of players and that's what they need and and so you would have to run multiple characters i think the the main thing is to keep your characters straight with between eat the two that you're playing or whatever like you said like i said have give them a, uh, their own personality and their motivations and try to give them their own uh, way of speech that way people are confused as to who they're talking to at any one time i think you could do it i think it's gonna be tough i think people who like acting and improvisation are really the ones who are gonna like this kind of play but for the most part most people are probably They'll be happy with just having a hireling than having a whole character that they have to run. Yes. In my opinion. I think. There you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. You have a good day.